Welcome to First Laughs, the show about starting out, standing up. I'm Jason Crane. On this episode, Sex with Cats. Welcome back to the show. After a couple of weeks away, I actually, I got sick and I lost my voice and it kind of screwed up the timeline of the show. So I've been gone a little bit, but I'm back now and have got an episode for you that features some very recent stand-up from this past weekend, uh, the second week in April, recorded at Wisecrackers in State College. And it features what has become... I think my most consistently successful joke now, and the title of this episode refers to that joke. This is mostly stuff I think that you haven't heard before if you've only heard my comedy from listening to First Laughs. This is mostly new material, and this is me trying it out. We are going to have a good time. You're you're privileged to have Scott Bruce tonight as your headliner, the owner of Wisecrackers Comedy Club. He's going to be your headliner later. Glenn Jensen is your feature comedian. You're going to love Glenn. We have a special guest tonight. And also our MC. Oh, yeah. He is uh, renowned guest. doing clubs and colleges all up and down the East Coast. He's a very fun, one of our favorite MCs here at, at Wisecrackers. Please give a warm welcome for Jason Crane. Jason. What's up, Lions? How are you? Hey, is this a Brooklyn Lions club all of a sudden? That was pretty nice. So um, I should tell you that for a long time I was a Rotarian, but I'm going to ask you to laugh at me anyway. Uh, so, oh wow, well you already have disagreed with that premise. That's, that's totally fine. I didn't realize there was still so much Lion-Rotarian warfare going on in the State College area. There's going to be a rumble right out behind Celebration Hall after this. Am I the only Rotarian in the room though? Because it's going to be a short... A short fight. When Tom said that there were big men who were going to come around and take people out of here, this woman right here in the front said, sign me up, which I thought was great. <laughs> so far, the best response ever to Tom's threat. So if there's any large men who are looking for a date tonight, I think I can... There's at least one good prospect in the room, is all I'm telling you. I was given some very, very funny copy by the folks in the Lions to read to you tonight at the beginning of my set, because nothing says copy like reading about the work of a nonprofit organization. <laughs> So, if I can kill the mood and any hope I have of making you laugh for the next 10 minutes. Uh, The State College Lions Club Foundation supports lots of great causes. They buy uh, eyeglasses and do eye exams for people. They uh, apparently support seeing eye dogs. I think those are raised for food, right? Because that's that's lion related. Uh, The Northeast Eye Bank. So if, you, uh, if you're writing and uh, maybe the key on your typewriter doesn't work, you can go down to the I bank and you can get a letter I. <laughs> the Rotarians do the other 25 letters. Frank, I'm getting to you, so no more groaning over here in the corner because your time is coming. I worked up a whole routine for my friend Frank here. Uh, they also support the Center of Volunteers in Medicine, the Beacon Lodge for Youth with Disabilities. There's lots of good comedy material when someone hands you a piece of paper that says Youth with Disabilities on it, right? Because that's a group you can definitely strike out at. Uh, Also, the State College Community Help Center. They give scholarships uh, to state high students each year and numerous other programs that no one had the time to elucidate (laughs) at the bottom of this. So give it up for all the good work that the Lions are doing. 
There's also a golf tournament, I'm told, and there's flyers in the back. So that's great. I'm going to start using this material in every comedy show I do. So I'd like to thank, I think it was Tom who wrote this for me in the back. Tom's one of my joke writers. And uh, No, he's right, where is he? He's right here, right? Thank you. Give a round for Tom right here. Hey, Tommy, I heard. So now there's a Boston contingent in here, too. TB, he goes by? TB. That's an unfortunate nickname. Uh -huh. <laughs> Already feeling a little tickle right here in the lung area. My round of applause, how many people are at a comedy show for the first time? Wow! My round of applause, how many people understand what my round of applause means? All right! Justice table, that's... Wow, it's a grim, grim, grim setup. So let's... Okay, so now that we've determined that what my round of applause means is when I ask you a question, you clap. My round of applause, how many people are at a comedy show for the first time? Seriously, every one of you has been, except for this lady, have been to a comedy show before? Are you out of the house for the first time? That's awesome. Congratulations. That's great. Frank here is just out of prison. Give Frank a round of applause for the work release program. Frank was in for 15 years, and uh, he's here tonight. And I know you're not supposed to joke about that. People don't like the term XCOM, but Frank is very comfortable with it, and uh, I think it's great. So give Frank another round of applause for being public about it. Frank's actually a professor of advertising at Penn State, but he was giving me shit right before the show, so uh, <laughs> I'm changing his bio just a little bit as the evening goes on. Yes, somebody said sex offender. That was the direction I was going to go in, but I met Frank like two minutes ago, and I just figured, like, I don't know, he's here on a date. I just, I feel like I can't all just go pedo straight pedophile on him in the first couple of minutes. But I'm, I'm going to be up here later announcing another comedian, and we'll bring out Frank's whole sordid history then. So I've also got pictures of his white van, which is parked out in the parking lot. So um, there's going to be some video later. You're at Wisecrackers, by the way, which is a club for smart white people. There you go. Uh, yeah, Wisecrackers, uh, this definitely would have been my favorite part of the Bible, I think, in the story of the nativity when the three wise crackers showed up. I mean, Clem, Earl, and Bubba with some, some chaw and a rifle for the little baby. We followed a star. <laughs> Luckily, in central Pennsylvania, there are almost only white people, so no one needs to be scared by this sign. Oh, everyone's just a little uncomfortable, because everyone can tell that's not quite true tonight, is it? Uh-huh, that's OK. Nervous laughter is the best kind of laughter. That's the kind of laughter I have. I, uh, I don't know, I'm standing here straight on. I just want to point out, though, that if I stand to the side, um, I've, I've got a couple names picked out for a boy, but um, not yet for a girl, so if you have any suggestions, you can come find me in the back. Uh, do it in May. Pretty excited about that. That's my first. A couple people aren't sure if I'm kidding. I mean, we do live next to a major research university. This could be some breaking news that we're dealing with right here. There's a CNN van parked out in the parking lot right now, just in case I go into labor early. This makes it challenging to date. I'm single. Oh, I should point that out, by the way. I only do this gig to get women, so uh, I'll, I will be in the back if you just want to form an orderly line. Now that you've seen the merchandise, um, the, I work in a, I work in retail, so another plus in my favor. Um, and I, I had to take a cab ride here tonight because I don't have a car. So I, it's getting pretty tempting right now, I, I can tell. I can, and you said you like big men. I think you probably meant muscular, but would you go for chubby? Because I'm right here. I work in a, has anyone ever been to Webster's downtown State College since this is a local crowd? Nice. Good, like four, four literate people. Fabulous. 
um, Webster's is a bookstore. Books kind of look like this. Um, it's all right, Central PA, I know the room. Uh, so anyway, I work in a bookstore and this uh, this sweet little old lady, like the, like the quintessential sweet little old lady was in the store about two weeks ago. And uh, you know, like she's like this, this tall and super wrinkly. I mean, she looked like 110 years old, but she was really nice. She was getting around on her own. She came over to me to be shown the science fiction section, which was pretty cool. And so as I'm walking over, she puts her arm through my arm and we're walking very slowly across the store. And she looks up at me and she says, um, I just moved here from Bisbee, Arizona. And I hate to say this to you, but, and she looks me up and down, there's a lot of fat people in central Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, thank you, that is a proper response. It's kind of shock and horror. She's dead now, but uh, it's all right, though, because the, the bathroom at Webster's is well insulated, so it shouldn't smell for weeks. Everything will be fine. I had Fred do that, actually. No, it's Frank. I already forgot his name. That's how much of an impact he's had on my life tonight, that I couldn't remember which of the two uncommon FR names he has. Dating really... Uh, Really sucks though. The last time I was here at uh, Wisecrackers, which was about three weeks ago, there was this really, I was standing in the back and there was this really attractive woman who walked by me to go to the bathroom. And, uh, well, I know you're all thinking this story is about to take this really strange turn right now, but it does not involve me going into the bathroom after. But she, she was very, very pretty. I know, sorry, the pedophile guy, the guy who voted for pedophilia is also disappointed that I didn't follow a woman into the bathroom. Are you here with someone today? Okay, exactly. Thank you. Whew, thank God. Uh, I can see the woman to your left is drinking heavily. I'm not surprised. So uh, anyway, this very attractive woman was here. And when the show was over, she was uh, standing in the lobby. So uh, I have no game at all. But I walked into the lobby on the off chance she would faint and I could help her up or something. And I walk out into the lobby area. And then another woman walks up to her. And then I thought, oh, maybe she's gay. So that's fine. And then a guy walks up to her. And they're her parents. And then I thought... How old is this woman and what age group am I apparently attracted to? And in State College, that's actually perfect because the average age, if any of you are single and have tried to date in this town, is about 13. <laughs> so actually, this dude should be fine. So should Frank with his van. I mean, there's a lot of good material out there if that's your thing. I got a bag of lollipops in the back, too, just in case anybody's into that. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> There's at least one guy here who has had some experiences that we might be outing at an intervention tonight because he's really groaning at all this particular material. This is your life. Come on up on stage now and let's talk now. My, uh, my cats don't like sex. And I'm very gentle with them. No, that's not true. My cats are into rough trade. No, but my cats don't like sex, and I know this because my cats will pee on the shoes of any woman who comes over to my house to spend the night. Are you looking incredulous because of the cats peeing on the shoes or because you don't believe a woman has come to my house to spend the night? That's fair enough. Last week, my, uh, my cats peed on my Star Wars pajamas. Yeah, you gotta let that sink in a little bit. Because it's hard to tell where the horror in that story comes from, whether it's the cats peeing on my Star Wars pajamas or whether it's the fact that a 41-year-old father of two has Star Wars pajamas. Purchased for me, I might add, not in like 1977 and I still fit into them, but purchased for me this year by my parents. <laughs> yeah, 
Today is National Sibling Day. Did anybody participate in that horrible bullshit on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. Purchased for me by my parents, as I mentioned, who have two children. They have uh, my sister Gretchen and the person they refer to as our other child. My sister Gretchen has a, a master's degree. She has a great job. Uh, you know, she's totally put together. And then there's me, and I'm talking about pedophilia in a room full of strangers on a Friday night in central Pennsylvania. Things are going well, I think. Um, and I just want to mention again that I will be in the back taking names toward the end of this set. So I guess you're I mean, obviously first, right? But then, um, so just behind her, if you could just form an orderly line kind of snaking back through the tables. I think we'll be able to fit everyone if we're just, if we're just careful. Would you, um, would you clap for me because I was hilarious? Thank you. how it works tonight there's a this is a bonus night actually because normally you get me and you get a featured comic and you get a headliner but tonight tonight just for you people for the lions we have a very very special guest he's a newcomer to wisecrackers he is from altoona which i'm told is in pennsylvania would you please give a very warm central pa welcome to steve kiefer steve kiefer coming to the stage right here And there you have it, some new material recorded recently at Wisecrackers in State College. The next episode of the show will feature an interview with stand-up comedian and morning show host Marianne Sirk, who currently works in upstate New York, but was based in L.A. for years as a stand-up. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to talking to you more about comedy next time on First Laughs.